Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and gentle and kind GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I wanted to see if I could distract Daniel successfully and I failed. I was holding up my corgi head pillow into the camera and he was very good at ignoring it. I excel at ignoring people. Stace Babcock. It did distract me, Alex, if that makes you feel any better. It does. And Samson Davis. The only thing that's distracting me is that that looks like a Shiba Inu, not a corgi. It probably is. I don't know. Why would I know dogs? How can you identify a dog based on a cartoon pillow head, Samson? It's crazy. Vibes. Oh, wait. It is a Shiba Inu, actually. There are people that, like, the hotel I stay at when I'm in the Netherlands, like, there are people that have their pets there with them all Mm -hmm. the time. I've seen so many Shiba Inus. People walking their dogs down through the lobby. It's Which weird. is weird because they are like insane dogs. Mm-hmm. Unless they have a job. <laughs> yeah. What a mood. Unemployed. And vocal. I mean, they've all looked like rich people on vacation. So I've, it's always been like, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. They're douchey people. <laughs> hey, you know what's not douchey? Die hard dice. That's correct. <laughs> a humble, wholesome, high quality purveyor of... Dice in polyhedral shapes, acrylic, metal, all high quality. Get them in whatever colors you'd want, whatever colors that represent you. And when you do find your perfect set, you can use Explorers Wanted at checkout. You get 10% off your order. It's a little bit cheaper. Do that. Die Hard Dice. Explorers Wanted. Actually, I have some on little, if you're curious, listeners about Die Hard Dice. Hello? Did you know that they have three primary, what they call Dice Alchemists at Die Hard Dice? What's a dice outcome? I want that title. I want that business card. Can we get it work at Die Hard Dice now? There's Mish, who also goes by Golden Gorgon. So she specializes in the resin dice and makes most of like the Epoch D20s that they show off. Kynan is another alchemist. She's an artist that does most of their stickers and also dice sculpts. Ooh. And then, of course, there's Jesse, who specializes in the metal dice. They do great work. Oh, yeah. Very great work. Mm-hmm. I want to join the Guild of Dice Alchemists. It'd be awesome, right? Man. Uh, so, hey, fun fact. Uh, Misha's on TikTok. Oh, nice. And I follow her. Mm. Yeah, Golden Gorgon sounded familiar. So, I, yeah, she's on TikTok. She shows off her yeah. stuff. Go look at it. Golden Gorgon. Nice. Yeah. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Stace. I knew it. So last time on Explorers Wanted, no shit, there Ezri is in a fucking boat in a deep underground lake in the Transit Guild, which seems to be having a little bit more going on than Transit, just as a vibe. Anyway, so Ezri's like, I know how to solve this problem. I'm going to row faster. Turns out it was a giant, scary mermaid lady who had death on her mind. And so Ezri was like, I better row super fast. And the monster tried to attack her, but caused a little bit of a wave that helped Ezri out, who gets the other side. She climbs the ladder. She gets on the train bridge, starts running down towards the people working. Kind of hoping there was a sledge there since she's sledgeless. But, you know, they start the train. The train starts rolling. She jumps on, intimidates the engineer, and starts solving a murder mystery. Yeah, that's what Ezri did. So what did Magpie and Ilsen do? Not much. Wandered around looking for Ezri. Allegedly. Right. Ended up somehow back in the experimental area where Ezri had been held along with Monster Man. And it all gets fuzzy after that. Followed the trail. You guys got in a fight, right? You were fighting at the end. Yeah. Were we fighting? And then he exploded. He exploded. Hmm. He exploded. He exploded. Mm. Fair. 
I do too. And Esri's heading out on a high-speed train, going nowhere fast, while her rescuers are bopping around the transit guild looking for her. That's where we ended the episode. So, Esri, you're on the second floor of this passenger car, and you have found this body with a piece of rebar sticking through it and blood dripping from it slowly. What happened to you? (laughs) They don't answer. They're dead. It's this person's wearing engineer clothes or train worker clothes? Yeah, they're definitely a worker of some sort. Presumably some sort of maintenance worker. You don't think they're necessarily from the Warrens, but they're dressed for maintenance labor. You've never heard of anybody from the Warrens doing work for the Transit Guild. Are they of large stature? Not really. He's relatively slender, about 5 foot 11. Hmm. More wiry than brawny. Hmm. Is there a trail of blood or anything convenient like that leading away? Murders, footsteps? Give me some sort of perception roll or something like that. Oh, I can do perception. Okay. This will be a nine. So six for four. You have no idea. Well, now she's going to turn her attention to where she's going to ditch this train. (laughs) Okay. So it is now moving. It's definitely off the bridge already and in tunnels of some sort. Which, again, is confusing because you weren't aware of the droners ever going beneath the surface. Oh. I guess she's just keeping a sharp eye out for any indication of a way out of the tunnels or, you know, yeah, access points, things like that. Yeah. I mean, the train is going pretty fast now, so, like, the stone walls are kind of flying by very quickly. Mm -hmm. And the train does start to slow. Oh. And then it finally comes to a stop, still underground, from what you can tell, because it's still dark in here. But it comes to a stop, and you hear some sort of activity in the tunnels. She'll look out the window in whatever direction it seems to be coming from. So this is some sort of, like, small maintenance stop or whatever. There is a sort of almost like a garage door open. There's about ten people there in transit guild clothes, and you can see the engineer leaning out of this train and saying something to them. You can't hear the details. and But you do see at least a couple of them look back at the passenger cars. Well, yeah. Naturally. Ezra will try to get on the roof of the train. Okay. Let's see. You have climbing? Jumping. Okay. Jumping. So with jumping, it'll make it a six to get on top. Twelve. Okay. So you manage to jump up and kind of climb through an access hatch at the top to get on top of the train. It's very low, like, because this is a two-story train, like, it's very close to the ceiling of the tunnel, so you can't really stand up. You have to crouch. I think she's more, like, almost crawling around on her stomach. She's just trying to get close enough to stay apprised of the situation and wait for her moment. Mm -hmm. You see that there's a group of about four transit workers that enter the first passenger car after the engine. What do the rest do? Two of them lift up glow globes, which is notable. They're not cheap bungo lamps or anything like that. Full on glow globes to kind of shine it down the tunnel. And then two more seem to wander back through this door and they come out again, carrying something between them, like a crate that they set down. Interestinger and interestinger. She'll get, oh, her spatulas or whatever. And she's going to throw them as far down towards the end of the train as she can and try to get them to, like, rattle off the tunnel or the side of the train down there. Okay. So when you do that, 
The two that are shining glow globes immediately try to bring it into view. And then the two with the crate pop open the crate, and they seem to be working on something inside the crate. And lifting up from the crate, floating, is a device about a meter long, but it seems almost flexible, like almost like a metal snake. And the engineer comes over, you know, hopping out of the train, holds up his hand towards it. The snake looks at his hand, shoves its face into his palm, and all the way through his palm, going through his hand. He does not make a noise, and it comes out, and this metal snake's eyes light up red, and it begins sinuously flying down the edge of this tunnel in the direction of the spatula. Oh, yeah, she's busting her move now. She is, as soon as it gets far mm-hmm. enough away that she's like, I gotta, got a second, she's gonna try to just run through that garage door and get the fuck out. Okay, are you trying to be stealthy or are you trying to run your ass? No, she's trying to run her ass, yeah. I'll use fleet of foot. Yes, you can definitely use fleet of foot. So, fleet of foot, I think you need to roll initiative. No! <laughs> 13. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, there's a lot of guys I have to keep track of here. Oh my god. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so as you jump down to start running, just so you know, you do hear a strange, like, metallic grinding sound as if the snake is twisting around at high speed. Two of the people that are by the garage door are going to have a chance to go first. One of them is going to throw a dart at you. Boo. So this will be a 15 speed defense roll. Nine. Okay. So you'll take two damage. Armor? Armor will help. It's negated then. Mm-hmm. Then the next one is going to also throw a dart. 15 speed defense. 12. Sweet. So that's two damage, but your armor negates that, yep. right? How did you get two armor? Wait, she doesn't have her armor, actually, if they took it. No, she doesn't have any in her equipment. Okay, well, she isn't debilitated. Oh, shit. Oof. Oh, okay. And she can't move. Got a little less funny. Oh, you're out of speed. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wow. an alternate character coming. Okay. It, it is your turn. What can she do? You tell me. Hmm. I guess she'll use her injector pain inverter and hope for the best. Okay. Remind me what your pain inverter does. She just receives an asset in her next roll after damage. Okay. You're clearly not able to move. So you've done your pain inverter. And a couple of the other transit guild members close in around you. And they say, who is this? You don't know who I am? (laughs) I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) Never heard of you. Screw you, then. And then the engineer says, she said she was abducted for an experiment or something like that. Yeah, by you assholes. And a couple of them look at each other and like, oh, well done. And one of them reaches into a bag pulls out a dark hood and shoves it over your head and they start dragging you away. Does it take an hour so she can rest? You are going to be captured somewhere, but it might take an hour before you come into play again. At least 10 minutes. Okay, so that second character sheet, let's get going. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nielsen, Magpie, you are covered in gore and have been cut up a bit by splintered bones. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> Ilsen just kind of stands there for a little bit and then just slowly, without saying a word, like goes over to cafeteria. Do we see like where food is served? Is there like a sink that's nearby? The sink would be back in the kitchen. Okay. Ilsen will go into the kitchen, look for a sink. Yeah, you find a sink. It's side of a utility sink. 
By the way, the pale man who exploded, I based it off of those guys in Darkest uh, Dungeon. The ones that if you don't kill within a certain amount of time, they explode. Explosion! Uh, Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, Ilsen goes and just wordlessly cleans off her face and hands any large chunks. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is Magpie doing while Ilsen leans herself? I mean, are there multiple utility sinks? No, there's just the one. Okay, then she's looting. She's going to find stuff. Because we can't all be giving ourselves a bath in a utility sink. I'm not going to find spatulas, so... Yeah, any worthwhile food was already taken by... Somebody. Esri. <laughs> and there are no spatulas, and oddly enough, you can't find any whisks. <laughs> There are pans and things like that, and some cooking knives and stuff. What would the role be to see if she would recognize this as an Esri special? I think it would be habitually known that Esri is like a scavenger, but that would be it. Man, it's a big ass to draw that connection. So you don't know how much food was there originally? Yeah, I feel like our characters don't know Esri that well yet to okay. pick up on that. But I have, I'm trained in tracking. Why haven't you been using that? Interesting. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. oh, God, I love a new campaign. Hey, at least it came out in episode whatever this is. I love just being like, hey, guess what? Yeah, I had this ability called Find Esri the whole time. Should I use that now? <laughs> Should I use my Find Esri ability? <laughs> Should I use this helpful skill? Wow, Daniel was really counting on Alex not reading her character. I know. <laughs> he knew me. Tracking, I will allow. <laughs> I think... Thus far, you have not had a reason to... Well, actually, I think because this is an unfamiliar space and it's synth everywhere, so it's not like it's dirt that you can use for tracking. Can't just lick the ground. But Esri also did some weird, obvious things, too, like barricading doors behind her. Mm -hmm. So let's make this a 15 tracking roll. And if you're trained in tracking, that makes it a 12. Let's see. I'll switch up tight. 12. Okay. You don't know if it's Esri per se, but somebody definitely came through here in a hurry who clearly didn't care about this environment. There. So it could be Esri or it could be somebody else that's down here, but whoever it was was not like sneaking around. They were very obviously trying to get out of here. We're tracking someone. Mm hmm. But notably, you don't see that either of the doors in this kitchen seem to be barricaded in any way. Hmm. There's one straight ahead as you enter the kitchen and one to the right, which is slightly ajar. Like, it looks like it's a pantry or something like that. I'm just going to go investigate. It's a pantry. It's well-stocked. Ilson, you're pretty cleaned up now, or as clean as you can reasonably get from a sink. Yeah, I, I think it's mostly just hands and face she was going for. Everything else is going to have to be its own thing. Mm -hmm. Seeing that uh, Magpie is looking at the pantry door, Ilson's going to check out the other door. Okay. You go and you check the other door. Flip back to my map. <laughs> Magpie's gonna go give herself a sink bath. <laughs> okay. Ilson, you open up the next door, and you see what looks to be a similar site as before. There is a secure door that says experiment in progress, and there is a normal door to its right. There is a small foot locker on the ground with a lock on it. Uh, hey Magpie, how are you with locks? I wouldn't say I'm bad at them. Well, I found a footlocker and a, another experiment in progress. Ooh. I assume by now she's at least cleaned up her hands and some of her face. Mm-hmm. So she's going to go 
check out that lock. I mean, you've got your hands and your face cleaned up. It doesn't help the fact that, like, you probably got, like, bits of organ meat in your hair, which you had let down. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a fun cleanup later. I'm debating if it being be to shave her head. Ilsen will pick out some of the uh, bigger ones as she's working. Yeah. So you're going to try to pick the lock? Let me look at my sheet quick. Yes. Okay. So you have light tools. We've established that. So that will give you an asset on this. This is probably a 12 to start with. With your light tools, it makes it a 9. 16. You unlock it. Hell yeah. Inside, you find a set of armor that looks very familiar for a large person. Two gas masks, one nice and one that's just very distinctive in that one of the ones has a dark red lens instead of normal glass. A sledgehammer and a pneumatic shotgun. Yeah. She's going to put these things in her pockets or we're going to grab all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You guys would obviously recognize most of this stuff as, as reshit. Yeah. Right. Right. This might not be good because wherever Ezri is, she's not very defensible. Wow. <laughs> if her stuff is here, then... So, we're going to go to the next room, right? Yeah? Maybe? Yeah, I think Elsen will peek into one of the doors. The one that doesn't have experiment in progress above it. The other door. Okay. You open that door. There are two robed figures inside. And they turn and look at you. I close the door. <laughs> okay. I need you to roll initiative. There. Ilsen, as she closes the door, says, Hey, you know how to use that thing, right? Pointing at the shotgun. Ooh. Medium weapon. I got a 17. Uh, I got a 10. Ooh. Magpie, while your opponents are not visible yet, because Ilsen closed the door, you go first. Part of me wants to fire the shotgun into the door. Has Ilsen moved out of the way of the door? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Don't look so disappointed, Alex. Hmm? Just FYI, that shotgun's a heavy weapon. Oh. Okay, so you're probably hindered in heavy weapons. Yeah, I'm thinking of the uh, magpie gun, and I just didn't write it down. The pew pew gun lives on. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was a a different gun. Bring them back. Giving you guys the pew pew gun so early in the last campaign was one of the biggest mistakes of my life. (laughs) No, it wasn't. It was an amazing choice. Great reviews. Everyone loved it. (laughs) It meant... Chacha and Dilly could actually, like, deal damage and keep up with Nyx. Survive! <laughs> Armor piercing for early tears is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I no, it's disagree. not. Agree to disagree. We're gonna try Especially it. Especially right now. I'd love that right now. Shotgun through the door. Let's try it. I'm so sorry if Nezri's on the other side. So, you, can, you can't see your opponents. Mm-hmm. So you're already hindered at heavy weapons. I'm gonna hinder you again. We're aiming for a door. How hard is it to hit a door? If you don't care about hitting your opponents, then that's fine. I mean... Intimidation factor? Yeah, if you're just trying to shoot the door, that's another story. Can you hold your action for when the door opens? Sure. That's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Okay. The door opens as a row figure steps out, holding something in their hand, like a small device. She unholds that action. (laughs) (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Release the action. Okay. So you're hindered by one step, so that makes it an 18 to hit this guy. It sounds weird, but I don't really care if I hit him. I kind of just want to frighten him. Okay. So I'm not going to use any effort. Okay. I got a nat 20. Oh, a nat 20. Okay, so... Um, I'm so sorry, mystery guy. Extra damage or major effect? Major effect. Okay. What? Shwa, 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 shwa. Desperate times. Well, my brain is just like, 
Hey, I think Magpie wouldn't be shooting to kill because that might be Ezri. Might suck to be Ezri if it is Ezri, but... Yeah, because she just uses a hooded figure. Yeah. Okay, what would you propose as a major effect? You're definitely going to hit him for six damage since it's a heavy weapon. I would like advantage on next roll. Is that a major effect? No, major effect would be like it's scaring the shit out of them. Oh, let's let's do that then. Let's have them be scared. Okay, so the one that was behind this guy immediately bolts in the other direction, back into the room that they were coming out of. And you were holding your actions, and the guy that came out, all he can really do is drop the thing that he's holding. And I need Ilsen and Magpie to give me might defense rolls of, well... 15. 11. Okay. Magpie does okay. Ilsen, you'll take four damage as this is explosive and electrical burst. Uh. And you'll be hindered on your next turn. Oh, Rude. Speaking of which, that's you now. Oh, fuck. What just exploded on me? <laughs> Stace. What? What'd I say? <laughs> it was like an electrical cipher. Okay. One guy's running, the other guy just took a face full of shotgun. And he got hit by whatever he dropped, too, so he's hurting as well. Okay. Can I try to trip this guy with my quarterstaff, but between his legs and pull up? Woohoo! This guy that's standing in front of you? Yes. Sure. My poor bastard. So, he is hindered, but you are hindered as well, so that makes this a flat 15. Alright, I'm gonna roll that. 17. Okay, so that's plus one damage on top of that. You knock him down on the ground. He's looking in bad shape, but he's bleeding badly. And it is back to the top with Magpie. There's this dude on the ground who looks like he's barely hanging on. The other guy has run deeper into that room. You can't see him from where you are right now. You do hear some door on the far side opening. Like behind us or in front of us with this mysterious room? in front of you through this mysterious room. Like somebody might have run to the other side and opened a door on the other side. Fair. She's gonna go up to the guy that just took some wonderful shotgun bullets to the face. Or Mm -hmm. center mass probably more likely. And she's going to... Can she stick her fingers in the wound to start interrogating him? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. Sweet. So, you're um, shoving fingers into the wound as an intimidation tactic to try to get information. Yes. <laughs> so, this will be something that you can't use peacefully opening communications. There. <laughs> why, why, why is that, Dan? Yeah. So, this is intimidation. He is badly wounded, which hurts him. I would hope. So, it's hindering him. <laughs> you are doing the torture to him, which hinders him again. So this is going to be a nine intimidation roll. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. So he screams. Do you have a question you want to ask him, or are you just doing this for giggles? <laughs> Fuck, I didn't think of a question. <laughs> You're just doing it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we going to, you know, on the fly? Uh, um. So I don't know if you know this, Alex, but if you need, I can recommend places to stay near the Hague. You need to <laughs> after this. Um, oh, I think, so where's your experiments? What was the question exactly? Where are the experiments? <gasps> yeah, in that room. In, that room. in the room label? <laughs> Experiment <laughs> progress? What about, yeah. where's Ezri or something like that? What, what do you know your, what do you know Ezri's name? I, he doesn't seem like a person who would care about names. 
Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. I'm just like, if I kidnapped people and used them as experiments, would I care about their names? Probably not. Maybe. Samson. Well, unless kid- I Are we still in initiative order or are we out of that? Yes. You guys hear the door slam on the far side from the other guy mm-hmm. exiting. This guy doesn't do much, but just whimper. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. And now it is Ilsen's turn. Ilsen is going to Vomit. look into this next room fully, enter in, see what's around. So you look in through this next room. There is a glass window stretching across the room, revealing an experiment room. Similar to the one you saw before, there are two tables. You don't see a broken chair or any other chair. There are doors entering into it from the same direction you are, the secure doors. There's another one that would exit on the other side and strapped to a slab, just slowly seeming to stir, is a very naked Esri. Damn. Oh, shit. Oh. And in one corner of the room, you see a weird six-foot-long pill-shaped device that is starting to mist out a maroon gas. Oh, fuck. Fleet of foot. I'd like to exit this room, go to the other door outside with the experiment in progress, and begin the action of opening the door. Can I just open the door? Can I just open the door, please? It just opens. Okay, good. You did fleet of foot. I think you could have gotten there within short. So you could either do short with opening the door, or you could spend the points to get farther. Can I use fleet of foot to get to Esri's side? If you are spending the points for long distance, yes. It's two points for long distance, right? Yeah, on top of whatever the normal cost is. Yeah. Mm, um, a long distance as part of your turn doesn't cost anymore. It's a long distance plus an action that costs additional effort. Yeah, if you just want to get to her, I'd give you opening the door as a free action because you don't have to do anything complicated there. Okay. It's designed to be more secure for people trying to get out than it is for people to get in. Then what I would like to do with my action, because I do think I am going to spend the long points for, because I do want to do a lot, um, seeing the maroon gas, um, as Ilsen is going to the other door, she's going to kind of, without asking, reach into Magpie's pockets and pull out one of the masks that she just picked up from the footlocker, get into the experiment room mm-hmm. and like plop that onto Ezri's face first thing. Okay. So, Ezri, you are starting to stir and you are waking up and your head isn't clear and you feel like you're hearing again, like strange whispers saying, they're coming for you. They're going to dig and dig until they find you. They're coming for you. They're going to dig. Shut up. Until they find you. And you try to say that, but you know that like no sound is coming out. Like you're moving your mouth, but you can't like force the sound out. (laughs) And then you smell something familiar. The same smell as when that cop turned himself inside out. And then suddenly, as you're just starting to stir, you feel a mask being slapped over your face. Okay. Roll initiative for me, Ezra, just to know where you are. (sighs) 15. Has it been an hour? Otherwise, she will have to be hauled out of there. You've been asleep, just so you know. Not that your character would necessarily know. You've been asleep for like four hours. Okay. We're unconscious for four hours. Okay. And uh, so that was Ilsen's turn. Now it is Magpie's turn. Magpie, you have been torturing this guy who's laying on the ground. (laughs) For no apparent reason. (laughs) You saw Ilsen peek in and Ilsen run just quick as a bunny through the other door and over there. Since you are torturing this dude, I don't think you can see what's going on with Ilsen and Ezra. You just know that Ilsen has run into the experiment room. She would have noticed that I took one of the masks. Yeah. And what that would imply. Yeah, you would notice that Ilsen took one of the masks. 
without asking. That is the worst pickpocketing job I've ever seen. <laughs> Listen, doesn't know why, but she just rolls her eyes like the guy on the ground groans. He's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, so you agree with me? She'll take her fingers out of the wounds. He'll kind of look at you for a moment, and he's like, this is actually a question that's worth asking. So I know that Ilson was doing face morph, but are either of you actually wearing masks right now? I'm about to on my next turn, but not yet. Didn't we think about it at one point? I don't think so. So he looks at you, Magpie, and he's like, I'm, I'll remember you. For like the next five minutes. We'll remember you. Mm, just gonna try and kill him. I mean, she's saw her face. He's prone. She is badly wounded. Um, so this is going to be a nine. Unless you're using your shotgun, which would injure you. Oh, God, that would be so mean. Ten. How are you, Gilbert? We're only level one, so I think... Can she just, like, snap his neck? <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> you're not just going to, like, stomp his face to death? No. we. Th- I thought we would be a little bit nice to this poor man. Just kill him. Yeah, okay. we just kill him. Just be a little bit nice. Just yeah. break his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you snap his neck. He dies. Yay. It's very sad. How many XP do I get? None. <gasps> she loots his body. We'll get to that. You can do that on your next turn. Next up is Esri. You are currently restrained, but there is a mask on your face. And you can sort of see now as your vision is clearing. You're not sure who it is. You don't recognize the face, but you do recognize their cloak because it's Ilson's Brilliance Cloth, which you've seen before. Help me get free, she'll say. And then she'll uh, she'll strain against the restraints and see if she can break any of them. Okay, so give me a might roll of 18. 12. <laughs> yeah, you strain. They're very strong. Like, you'll need somebody. They're not difficult locks. It's just that because of the way you're restrained, you can't do anything about it. The other guy's gone. So I guess it's Ilsen's turn. Ilsen is going to call out, Max, come here and break this. And then, I don't know if I can do both of this in the same turn, but Ilsen's going to put on her mask, and then with her light tools, start trying to cut the straps. Can we say that there's like a small knife in amongst the light tools? Sure. I think for the purposes of lathe, mechanically, it's more interesting if a mask takes a turn. Fair. So, oh, all right. Takes an action. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you do that. Magpie, you've just heard Ilsen call out to you. The baby is calling for help. She sighs because she was about to loot a body and that's what she likes. So she jogs over to where she saw Ilsen go. And Ilsen will point to the thing that's producing gas. And she'll use, the, if she has time, she'll use the rest of her turn to put on a mask. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a very good idea. Um, okay, the gas is still filling up in that corner. You guys have about one more round where the gas gets close enough to cause impact. Esri, you're still bound because of the way the turns worked out. I guess she'll def- defer her turn if she gets free on this round. Okay, sounds good. Ilson. Uh, light tools to cut the straps, please. Okay. They're actually just push releases. All right, I do that then with my knife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Esri is released. Esri's going to run her naked ass out the fucking door. Mm-hmm. Ilson follows. Okay. Okay. What about Magpie? Well, she's already out the door, and she's so she sees them leaving the room of trouble, right? Well, no, you went in there to see where Ilson was and then put on your mask. So, so they both. So she's gonna stand there looking for Baby. Baby has disappeared. Baby is following naked Esri back out the door. Come on, Magpie, hurry up! Which direction are they going? Back out the door. So back to where you guys had your murder fest. Hell yeah! She's gonna go loot that corpse. Okay. Hesri will shut the experiment room door. 
Just mm-hmm. as a note. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you shut the door. Magpie, the corpse, has 15 shins on it. Fuck yeah. And <gasps> a cipher. Fuck yeah. Aw, this is a dart, a poison dart. It is a poison of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> the difficulty of all the victim's task is increased by one step for an hour. Was that just a life cipher? <laughs> it's a little close to home. Golly, <laughs> she willickers. I think she's going to scrap it. Okay. Well, that will take a turn. So after you've you've already searched that, I'll have to wait. Esri! Esri's getting dressed. With what? I don't know. Wasn't her stuff in the locker? Yeah, but then Magpie took all of it. Oh, well, she'll get her stuff from Magpie and then get dressed. <laughs> and Esri's mm-hmm. taking her gear. Oh, yeah. And she'll, she'll give Magpie a look if the pneumatic shotgun comes into question. Yeah. So, and notably... You had clothing on before. Your clothing, clothing is gone. Oh. What they have is your armor and your equipment. Well, she puts it on. She puts her <laughs> great coat on, I guess, over that. But she is naked as, is it naked as a jaybird? Yes. yes. <laughs> I was going to say jaypie, and I was like, that's not it. Uh, do you want this guy's pants just for now? Yeah. Yeah. Pull those pants off. He definitely shit himself while he was dying and during the torture. No, 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 good. Good. All right. It's a little breezy, but let's get the heck out of here. Maybe you can at least put on this cloak as like a robe. By the way, it's so good to see you. How are you? How have you been? This place is fucked. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is messed up. Um, we should get back to the place and debrief. Do you guys know the way out of here? I woke up here twice. Would the pants that Magpie is wearing from the guard's uniform fit Esri? Esri really doesn't give a fuck, and she's wearing her great coat, okay? Okay. Yeah. Open. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think so because Esri's like six foot three and mm. huge. Yes, she is. Like a brick shit house. And Magpie is like got an athletic build and is sort of average height. Yeah. So, so Esri puts on one leg and it goes up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Esri runs off. She's like, which way, guys? Uh, there's a kitchen that way, but I. We're not going back through the kitchen. You guys don't know how to. How'd you get here? Uh, we followed the trail, dealt with the exploding pale man, and then we were just here. This was the next door. Okay, let's lead me back the way you came. Do you know the way to the entrance? Do you know how to get out of here? Yeah. Is there a window? Can we jump out? No, there's a bunch of showering guards back there, but it'll be fine. Yeah, there's. we weren't as stealthy as we had originally wanted to be. <gasps> oh, we could take those train tracks. No, I tried the train tracks. Uh, I've been here a while. There. Is there a window that we can just climb out of, like straight up? No, you're below the surface. Oh, even in the kitchen? Yeah, it's still downstairs. But there was an upstairs. There was an upstairs. Let's go upstairs. These guys had to go down to get to... Ah, the secret. ...the spot where they ran into everybody and then find their way here. I don't think we can go upstairs. Uh, Showering people and murder. We have alarms going. Okay, well, the only other way I know out of here leads to weird subterranean cavern with a fish monster and the train tracks. And I already tried to take a train out of here and I got captured again. There. There's got to be a back entrance, right? Or something. I think that it sounds like those train tracks are the back entrance. They, they go underground completely. I just meant there must be another stairwell up, right? Well, there was a second guy who ran that way, but I don't know if we want... One guy? Ooh, we could finish off the pair. Sounds good to me. Let's go. All right. I guess we follow the second guy who... Thought he escaped. Okay. So you go through the observation room and out that door. There's a hallway leading down to your right. It ends with a door going to the left. Esri will lead the way, even though she's not in any shape. She's, like, dragging a leg, 
Anyway, she goes up to that door. And she listens before she opens it. Don't hear anything. She opens it. There's a waiting room inside. There's a door straight forward and a door to the right. She'll say, check that one. I'll check this one. She goes, she opens the one on the right. (laughs) You open the one on the right. There is what appears to be a, like a small office in here. It doesn't look like a great office. I mean, it's underground. It has no windows or anything like that. Although, I mean, in the Warrens, you're kind of used to dealing with that in a lot of ways. And there is a figure, a twisted skeletal human figure just sitting in a desk chair, clearly dead. Their skin is reddish and wrinkled, and it looks like their one arm has been broken and twisted back around the back of their body, and one leg is clearly broken at the knee and is twisted back up, and the toes are in its mouth. Taxi. And the desk is sitting there with the in and out boxes sitting there. There's a file cabinet on one far side of the room. And then there is a bookcase. As he starts pulling all the books on the bookcase, look for a secret exit. Okay, you pull out all the books in the bookcase. There is anybody checking the other door? Uh, I'm... Magpie's just looting. Okay. Ilsa, when you check the other door, you see a eerily familiar, but clearly not the same, cafeteria. What the fuck? I found the cafeteria. What did you find? Office. As Esri's, like, tossing books down on the ground. She's also taking any papers that are lying out. I mean, she has her most of her gear back, except for her pants and other clothes, but... Notably, on the desk, the only paper that's sitting out is in the inbox, and it appears to be smeared in blood, in sloppy mm-hmm. handwriting, and says, what happens to rats? That's awkward. Okay. Well, she checks his pocketses, and... There are no pocketses. He is naked. Oh, that's... Wow. They're really big on the whole... Naked. Naked thing. Oh, well, all right. Nothing you... But notably, his genitalia has been removed. There. I thought you said he was a skeleton. Well... Skeletal, not not a skeleton. Skeletal. Skeletons also generally don't have genitals, so... Um, anymore. Well, Ezra will be like, this was pointless. So you took all the books out? You didn't check anything else in the book? Oh, yeah. No, she definitely did that. Okay, give me a roll for that, then. Perception? It's going to be a 12. I should get an asset to this roll because Starbucks sitting in my dice tray. So I have to roll it off the dice tray. No, good picture, though. Yeah, okay. Wait, what was the difficulty? 12. She's trained in perception, so that makes it a 9. And I got a 7. Yay! Wait, no, no, yay. Yay? (laughs) No, 7 is less than 9. Yeah. You've emptied the bookshelf. It seems pretty empty at this point. All right, yeah, I don't see anything in here. I was hoping for a secret tunnel, but... Secret tunnel. Guess we got to do the hard way. Anybody else want to check the bookcase? Magpie is looting. Yeah, if you're looting the bookcase, Magpie, in particular, this bookcase design looks familiar to you. Ooh. (laughs) From where? The deep recesses of your mind. From a job that you had to help Ferdinand with. (laughs) I'll be damned. What would you know about this bookcase? Give me its history. You know that this is a trick bookcase that with just the slightest pressure on the backside, it will open. Just kind of, you know, give it a little spank. It opens on perfectly oiled hinges, utterly silently, revealing a locked door. Ah, not a secret tunnel. So many secret tunnels. Ilsen comes to the doorway of the office. Hey, I thought we were trying to... Oh my god. What the fuck? Alex is um, telling you. Do you want to do something about the lock there, Matt? I guess. I guess she's going to pick the lock. Okay. 
this will be a 15. Ezri will help, and she will use good advice. Wait, do you have to be trained to help? No, you don't. You just have to not have an inability, right? Right. Yeah, when you help another character, they gain an additional asset. Yay! So... Okay. So you've got small tools. You've got help from Ezri. So that makes this a 9 before any effort. Ezri gives two assets. You give two assets? With good advice. When you help another character, they oh. gain an additional asset. Oh, right. I forgot that's the name of one of your abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your shoulders back. So, you know, Ezra had and good I just advice. imagine Ezri does it in like the yeah, daddest yeah. way possible. She's like, this is a good <laughs> solid lock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you got there? Oh, got the tumblers? Oh, are you sure about that tool? Are you sure uh, you know <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so then it's a six. I got a twelve. The door unlocks. Yay. Revealing what appears to be an emergency staircase leading up. Will you look at that? Up we go. The, yeah. Up they go. Ilsen will close the office door, but keep the other door leading into the other cafeteria open. Ooh, smart. Okay, smart, smart. You guys start running up the staircase, and you emerge in a office. Like, the next door is not even locked. It's just like a simple push, and you see you're coming out another bookshelf <laughs> in an office that has a very similar design. Not the same one you guys were in earlier, but a similar design to like that group office that you guys initially bought the garden. <sighs> you are definitely on the first floor of the building again. Or as our European neighbors would call it, floor zero. <laughs> Is there a window? Yes, there are windows. Ezra opens a window, secures a rope. I thought you were just going to jump right through it. like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it is the first floor. Is, or floor zero, isn't it? So Ezra will open the window and step out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem. You step out. You are now in the alley beside this building. She'll help the folks behind her. Mm-hmm. Elson also leaves. Yeah. Do you accept Ezri's help on your way do. out? Yes. It's like, don't be a dick. Oh, thank you, Pebbles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pebbles? That's what Elson calls you, because you're a stonebreaker. Oh, okay. So you're Pebbles. Ah. Yeah. Ezri shows no emotion on her face when <laughs> Elson says Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> What about magpie? Magpies through the window. Unless you say there's something nice and shiny behind them. Okay. So you guys come out. You're in the alleyway. And as you come out, you realize that, okay, you guys have gotten out of this situation, which was supremely fucked. Mm-hmm. And it's very clearly you are alive. At this moment, yes. And it's then you hear the sound of footsteps in the distance. Booted footsteps. And... They are very clearly, you know this sound, Ezra, you've had to run from it many times. This is the sound of the cops descending. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. Stace, something about this episode. Ooh, ah, uh, the crew has united. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> For the first yeah. time. For the first time. Yes. We're all together. Uh, 4 XP yeah. Peach, I think, I think that is. Yeah, I think you said something about definitely getting 4 XP when we... So much XP. The Transit Guild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Uh. It's later now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have successfully united. This party of player characters is actually, like, together. So you'll all get 2 XP. Yay! Gosh, I wish I had just died instead of spending that other XP. So can- <laughs> 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 it wouldn't have carried over, so you would have lost it anyway. That's true. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. 
Samson, what would you offer our listeners next XP to check out? I would like to offer the listeners next XP to check out a game on Steam called Naissance. Pronounced like Renaissance, but like Naissance. Also another E at the end. Uh, look in the show notes. It's spelled odd. But this is a uh, free, short indie title. It's a kind of first-person puzzle platformer. A little janky in its platforming, but it's an indie title. This is like a small team, so the jank is fine. But what I love about this game is this world that it builds. It's this very strange, alien, almost abstract, brutalist world. You're wandering these corridors. You're, it's very much a game all about like negotiating this like maze-like space and trying to figure out where you go next. Like That's the core challenges. Where do I go? And I love the environments this game has because some of them are like kind of hallways full of blocks and stuff, and that's fine. But then at one point you get to this like huge open shaft with like buildings on the sides and you need to like figure out a way down. And then as you're going down, you just see like this huge, like not even like a metropolis, like whatever's bigger than a metropolis just spread out like into like the distance. And if I'm, I believe that there are no skyboxes in this game at all. So like everything you see in the distance is probably not like an interactable object, but it's there. It's like real quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And these vistas are so fucking cool. Like at one point you end up on this desert. That's like part of this like wider array of other like discrete desert blocks. I'm doing a bad job describing it because this is a game all about the visuals, but it's a very cool game. It's free on steam. It takes like four hours to play. So you'll finish it and have that under your belt. Hmm. So yeah, Naissance, very cool, very trippy little uh, indie title. And also a quick kind of content warning, claustrophobia and agoraphobia and like the sudden switching of those two things. So sometimes it'll be in a very tight tunnel that'll just open up into this wide open space that may freak some people out. I thought it was very cool and very jarring, but just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of Naissance or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Oh, well, I suppose their first step could be to come to our website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you'll find our socials, such as they are at the moment. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But honestly, just come to our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. That's the best place to contact us and talk about the cool things that we have on the show and that you have in your life. I don't know. Uh, also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, patreon.com slash explorers wanted is a great place to support us. And if you could also use our dice Philly code of diehard dice explorers wanted at checkout, you get 10% off your order and you help the podcast. That That's cool. So do that. Thank you. Bye. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing would be to leave us a five star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Those also make a huge difference for people finding the show. And if you didn't like the podcast, or you just thought it was meh, well, that one text you sent, the one they never replied to, yeah, it was weird. Do you think they might hate you a bit? If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. That was the most horrifying one yet. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. Jesus Christ, Daniel. <laughs> I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. He's literally just throwing all of our horrors at us right now. I am T with Unicorn on Twitch and Threads and Real to Unicorn on Twitter. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And 
Bye. Bye.